Mama, I know your overwhelm. That to-do list, the marriage struggles, the sleepless nights, and the desperate sense of inadequacy you often feel as a mother. I know because I've been there. But more importantly, I know that in your baby's DNA are seeds of greatness too big for you to humanly comprehend. You are thinking too small. You are raising no ordinary child. And you, Mama, are a force in the earth called to be no ordinary parent. Yes, you. My name is Denise Mira, and my book, No Ordinary Child, Unlocking the Leader Within Your Child, is chock full of the gold I mined over three decades of parenting my five extraordinary children. It's not a book of rules and more stuff you have to do. Instead of a heavy yoke, you'll find freedom. Trade in your overwhelm for an infusion of power and realize the transformation you've been longing for. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today, we are going to talk about date nights for couples that won't break the bank. And I have a special guest, Denise Myra. Um, And before I I introduce her, I would like to uh, share with you where you can find the podcast notes for today's episode. And so if you go to vintagehomeschoolmoms.com and look for episode 392, you will find the show notes there. And also I want to share with you about my friend, Denise. Uh, She has been on some other uh, podcasts that we have had and um, you guys have just loved her. You can find Denise at Denise Myra and that's D-E-N-I-S-E. M-I-R-A dot com. And she wrote an amazing book and she's going to tell us more about that. It is No Ordinary Child and it is a phenomenal book and she also has a study guide that goes with it. So welcome, Denise. Oh, Felice, thanks. It's a, it's a joy to be here with you. Well, you have a blog and a Facebook page, Denise Myra Author, so people uh, can visit you on those those places, and I'll have the links in the show notes as well. But share just a a little snapshot of your life. Wow. Well, I was an accidental born again homeschool mom for thirty years, pretty much. By the time I started homeschooling my youngest and my oldest, and wow, when God um, just my eyes first of all they, to Jesus Christ, my Savior, then I. I uh, shortly thereafter met my husband, then the babies began to come, and, and we've got five sons. We've been married almost 40 years, and uh, my, just as I began to raise these children and journal my heart and just live on my knees, really, for, in this parenting thing, because I did not know what I was doing. I wasn't raised to be a mom. I was raised to be a career girl, and so just as I began to journal and heart exploded with revelation about 
the dynamic potential of each of our children, these little human beings that God trusts us with. And that began an amazing journey of connecting with so many wonderful people and you listeners out there that are probably in your season of homeschooling. You have my heart. You're the heroes of our culture. You're the revolutionaries in our modern day. And I'm here to, to just encourage you and remind you of how vital your role is as a mom or a dad training up those youngsters for the glory of God. And now I'm living in the beautiful fruit of God's uh, promise as I've just clung to his word uh, and in prayer for these, wow, over 30 years now, my oldest is mid-30s and my youngest is mid-20s. So that is it in a nutshell. Wonderful. And um, we met some years back, and it was just uh, really fun to get together with you online all these years later and reconnect. And so, Denise, you know, I have a um, long-time marriage as well, and, you know, someone said the other day, well, you know, you, you must you must be married to a saint or you must be a saint, one or the other. And I go, neither one of us is saint. This marriage mm-hmm. thing takes a lot of work. And, you know, mm-hmm. people, um, one, one main thing, and we're going to talk about date nights now, but one main thing I, I want to say, like for us, divorce was not an option. And taking that completely off the table makes you have to work at it all the harder. And I think that so many people just think, well, I don't, you know, it's irreconcilable differences. And I just think, well, that's like every other day. We don't don't agree (laughs) about something, you know, it's like, where did that come from? Oh my goodness. That is so true. Oh, oh, marriage is the hardest thing you'll ever do as a human. I think because you're, you're a foreigner marrying a foreigner in essence. Uh, all right. different cultures we each come from with all our baggage. We all have it, uh, whether we were raised in a Christian home or whether we weren't. And we've got to work it out. It's a covenant. It's not a legal binding document. It's a covenant Wonderful. before Amen. God. And that's how my hubby and I uh, saw it, too. Uh, not that there weren't days you didn't want to, you know, kill each other. <laughs> but divorce was not an option. <laughs> right. And I just wanted to share that because some people, you know, listening maybe on a second marriage or may, you know, have had um, a divorce not of their choosing or something like that. So just, sure. you know, know that you're in our hearts, um, especially those, and, and there are more and more people that I know um, who are divorced but not by choice, um, you know, and so... Mm. Um, my hearts go out to you. Um, but yeah. tonight or today, we are going to discuss, um, you know, talking about date nights. And I have to confess, I never considered this a an important thing in my marriage because when my kids were little, especially, I was really kid focused. And I know there's a lot of mommies out there like me, so that when I finally would agree to go out with my husband, um, I would be sad because either I had a kid clinging to me as I was walking out the door, or I would say to my husband, worst thing ever, um, I really miss the kids. <laughs> and he would look at me and, and, I, and I would say, well, it's not the same for you because you go to work every day and you leave them. But for me, it was really hard. So I had to get away from my own self and realize that my relationship with my husband was really important. And ladies, it is really important. So um, it doesn't have to break the bank. So that's what we're going to talk about today are some ways that we can um, 
you know, spend time together. Um, and then also, you know, you're going to, we're going to both share, but I'm going to let you um, get started uh, because you were saying, you know, that date nights um, did make all the difference for you. So explain that. Well, I, I was so like you as well. And I think so many mamas listening would feel the same. We're wholehearted, devoted women. We've been awakened to the power of our mothering and we are, we're knit to these little ones. We're with them all the time or, you know, not just little ones, but junior high, elementary, all sorts of ages. But I had a friend who insisted on babysitting for us and she would always remind me, and this was such a grace from God because I didn't have family around. I didn't, I, we had a very busy life pastoring churches and traveling and homeschooling. And it just, you know what life is, just the dailies are overwhelming. But she would shoot me a text and say, it's tomorrow night, what you doing? And it became a discipline for us it, and, and actually just time together because we can put our husband in second place, third place, fourth place so easily, I think, and prioritize our kids. And everything is through the lens of our parenting and forget that man, uh, you know, put him on the back burner. And I think as women, uh, for me anyway, I just, it, it was so, such a, as I look back, such a powerful thing that we had time together alone. Didn't, or if we were eating a Chick-fil-A sandwich and taking a walk on the beach, we were together, we were sharing our hearts. We weren't interrupted there. We weren't having to cut somebody's meat. We weren't, we were engaged and focus together. And, and I think that that's just a powerful seed you're sowing. It's a, it's a, our marriage is like a garden we have to tend. It doesn't just stay beautiful. And I mean, marriages are dropping like flies. We see it all around us. And I think if we, as, as wives really uh, tried to make this a necessary discipline to plan a night together or a Saturday morning or whenever we can fit it in where we have a sitter, we we can co-op with a friend maybe because a lot Mm -hmm. of families are so they're, they're across the earth now, you know, some parents are across the coast. Uh, So, so it's just important to find a resource that, that you can actually get out of the house and have peace in your heart that your kids are in good hands with somebody who shares your values you're not worried about their safety or what, you know, what they're going to be exposed to. So, but really pray about that. Think about that. Maybe a friend and you can co-op and, you know, do every other Tuesday or every other Thursday or whatever, but make it happen. Make it happen. Ladies, you can do it. Husbands will follow our lead in this. And, you know, they're not always the ones that are going to do some romantic evening out. And that's, we have to get rid of our fantasies and our unrealistic expectations. This is the man I'm walking through life with in covenant. We're on a journey together. We're yoked together for purpose. And we, we need to cherish that relationship. I've been married almost 40 years. No, it's not easy, but this was a key in just knowing each other, loving each other, appreciating each other, reminding ourselves why we fell in love. Life is so busy and hectic. So this really did make it make a big difference for us. And I think there are some different guidelines and I don't know if we want to talk about that now, just simple little things like, you know, putting your cell phone away, putting it on silent, sticking in your purse, looking at your man, you know, dressing for him, um, putting on makeup for him, uh, you know, think about dating him, <laughs> not just, you know, going somewhere with husband, but, but really, really through those eyes of the man you fell in love with. And it, it changes everything. If you do this regularly, it really, really does. It feels like a discipline, like a job to make this happen. And it is, there's a lot of moving parts especially if you have 
more than, you know, more than a couple of kids. And even with a couple of kids, it still takes the logistics of planning. And, but you can do it and it's worth it. And it will change your relationship. It will change your, your bedroom life, which is so necessary. It will change uh, your conversations. It will change the way you look at the year coming up. It will change the way you look at your week. It will give you something to look forward to that you delight in. Uh, that's how I see it. I think it's just such a worthwhile investment, uh, even if I you agree. don't spend a lot of money. <laughs> right. I agree. And a couple of things you, you said I want to mention, and I know that um, I may be um, overstepping here a little bit, um, but part of the thing you mentioned was like getting dressed up. And so, you know, I, I know that there are different families and different men think differently about their wives or they don't want them to wear a lot of makeup or they, they do wear makeup or whatever that is. But I think, you know, one of the things that I have noticed or learned or, you know, um, it's, it's that you can, you know, maybe you're not a big makeup person um, and, and everything, but you can still look nice, you know, make sure your clothes don't have, like, I remember trying to walk out when my kids were little and I'd have to check my dress to make sure that I didn't have, you know, cause I would like come home and take off my nice dress and hang it up. So I didn't, you know, have to wash it all the time or, you know, uh, I knew not to get dry cleaning when the kids were little. And so, you know, just make sure I didn't have a stain on it or something like that. And sometimes we were just in such a hurry and so flustered and so annoyed by the time we leave the house that we're not even, you know, in that frame of mind. And it's hard. I believe me. I know. No, it is. It's a labor. And I don't, I don't mean you have to dress up or even, even wear makeup. Stay in your lane and be yourself, but you know what your husband likes. And I, anytime I would get dressed or put makeup on my, you know, outside of sweatpants, now they call them yoga pants or, you know, your stretchy pants Mm -hmm. and and actually comb your hair. My kids would say, where are you going, mommy? But I, I remember one time my husband was taking me to meet some friends and we were going to have a meal and, and I came out and my hair was all scrunched because I wanted to be on time and I did it quick, just that scrunchy look, but he loves my hair straight and he goes, oh, I was hoping you wear straight hair. <laughs> and actually oh. I had time, I had time to run back up and get my hair straight. I just, and he's not this demanding ogre, but it was important to him that, that I was on his arm in the way that he was his favorite, it was a special mm-hmm. night. And so I think well, that's he just notices, you know, my husband yes, notices no, everything, true. you yes. know, he, if I get my hair cut or if I look nice, he always says something, but he, he's one of those, like I even had a friend who um, they did some networking together and she, I ended up taking Jeff's place and she just said, don't take this wrong, but I'm going to miss Jeff. Cause he always notices when I get my hair cut and says something and it's really oh. nice to have somebody notice, you know, and she was an older yes. woman and I was just like, I gave her a hug and I said, well, I'll try to notice when you get your hair done. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was so cute because, you know, he, that's how he is. He compliments people. And so you, you know, for me, I want to look nice and I want to make sure that, you know, that I'm, um, you know, not looking like, you know, I have the five kids at home that, um, you know, just, we're crying before I left or whatever that was. Um, but yeah, and we can do it quick. We're pretty good. We're like Superman. We go into that booth and I, when I show up to babysit for my kids and I mean, my daughter, she's got her scrunchie, 
her hair's a mess. She, you know, she's got spit up down her front, but I'll tell you in 15 minutes, that girl comes out looking like a supermodel. (laughs) Girl, we can do it quick. We're, you know, we, we, uh, we, we, right. I agree. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be, you know, fancy hair and facials and, and ironed clothes. It just, how about clean clothes, neat and tidy and, and where would your husband would enjoy seeing you in? And, uh, so I love that you have the boundaries and with the with the cell phone and and one of the things I want to add is that um, my husband and I run several businesses together. So at mm. one point I had to say to him because he would say to me, "Oh, grab your phone and look this up or look that up." Just the other night we went out to dinner, and he said, "Oh, I needed my phone because um, I needed to text someone," and I said well, I'll text you a reminder so we can just get that off your mind and then we're going to focus on just our time. And then it also is not a time to talk about your kids and complain to your husband about all the things that they're doing wrong and all the things he's not doing. Because that was, you know, like I, I would see myself going down that path and then I had to say, you know, um, you've got to find something to be able to talk about yourselves. And so like, we'll talk about, you know, we'll get into some political things or we'll talk about, um, you know, something that he heard. My husband's one for, you know, trivia. He just has like this most, like the kids could even say, dad, why does that truck have this tire? And he would go into this big, long story about that that was accurate. Like, how do you know this information about some huge truck or like some animal that lives in Africa? He and my son-in-law were great discussers about the, you know, the history channel and the nature channel or whatever. But you've got to figure that out. And if you, you know, one of my friends, I loved it. She actually, you know how some husband's jobs are, like, I don't, I've had parents say to me, yes, I don't know what my son does, or I don't know, like they can't explain it. She actually learned what her husband's job was so that she could Mm -hmm. talk to him about an aspect of his job and sound intelligent. I thought that was awesome. You know what I mean? You know, he's not going to look at you as just this person now because we're 24 seven with our businesses and we talk a lot about our businesses. It was something. I, so it's not just one thing. You've got to figure out what it is that you guys like and not be these older. Like I told him, I never want to be those older people that are sitting there silently eating their dinner. Right. I want to have right. conversation. So let's share some of the things you had, you know, first of all, um, some ideas about what you could do without spending a fortune or going out to an expensive meal I tell you, because we have such a large family, um, it is always when we go with just the two of us, we're always shocked at how inexpensive it is. (laughs) Right, right. We'll take our older kids (laughs) out or we'll take, you know, Christina and her family and all the babes out. And so, you know, even if you're going somewhere that's inexpensive, it still ends up being sometimes uh, sticker shock. So let's share some things that don't cost a lot. Wow. Well, we love music. Uh, every family has a different culture and at different ages dur- throughout marriage too. Like my, my uh, young kids, 
who are parenting their their toddlers and things, they like to go out and, and get an electric scooter. They sit all over the city streets here, and more and more cities are doing that where you, you just swipe your iPhone app and you get on the scooter or the electric bike and you take it around town. And it's, it's a cheap, fun way to experience life in a physical way. Now, at this point, I'm not going to get on a scooter personally. I broke my leg on a tennis court, so I don't think I'm going to do that. But we, we love music, so we find free concerts. Uh, sometimes now the whole recession blessed the, our nation with these happy hour menus at pretty much every restaurant. So you can get a really delightful selection of, of good food uh, at happy hour prices, which are much less than full dinner prices, or you can share a dinner. So we'll do like a happy hour menu during that early after or late afternoon time before they close off that happy hour menu. We'll find or we'll sit in in a place and maybe buy a drink or just a snack, an appetizer, and listen to a band play. There's a lot of different venues around here in Seattle where you can do that and, and it's very inexpensively or there's not even a cover charge at all. Um, we would just walk to a park and watch a baseball game or a, a you know soccer or football. We we would go ice skating or rollerblading. We've hiked or taken scenic drives. Um, we stopped at a grocery store at where every grocery store is pretty much shrinking into a restaurant these days, it seems, where they've got really beautiful deli food, soups and sandwiches and full meals. And, and we'll just sweep in, buy something, take it to a park, sit outside and eat. You don't have a tip. You don't have to sit around listening to all the noise. Um, it, you, you know, you're not buying drinks, which which will really boost the bill if you're drinking wine out or other alcoholic beverages, which some people choose to do or not to do. So we we look and we see, okay, what's the free day at the zoo? What's the what's the you know the special free music night? It might be Wednesday. A lot of times, Hump Day Wednesday, they'll have special little things around town that are discounted or free. Um, my husband and I, we did, and I know it doesn't sound like an, a date night necessarily, but we had some couples. They were all leadership couples from different churches, and we would get together on a Friday night for a season and just share a meal and just really have fellowship time. Um, and that was a special date night for probably about a year. Every Friday night, it was our fellowship night, and but it was it was more than just um, it, spiritual. It was really relational and good. Um, we would take our bikes when we lived in a sunny place and we would ride our bikes to eat lunch or even just to a coffee shop for coffee. It was all about being together. And, and I love doing something physical outdoors. I love that if you can. But if you can't, and here we live in Seattle where we're having a monsoon currently, you have to get creative. Um, you, you know, we, we have to, we, there's not a whole lot to do outdoors unless you have an umbrella. Uh, we'll go to Ikea and browse. We'll go to a shooting range for shooting practice. And uh, we'll go to browse at like a dollar store and just kind of look at all the houseware things that you'd be surprised at what you can get for very little, but it's fun to browse. And I think when you don't have children kind of pulling on your skirt or you don't have to take anybody to the bathroom, anything out and about, sometimes just shopping for necessary items after you grab a snack is a fun uh, is a fun date night simply because you can think and discuss what you and your husband's tastes are, interests are, what your goals are for maybe decorating that new living room or changing up the kitchen or, you know, there's anything that you love sharing together when you're sharing it alone is, is as a couple can be really fun. And I think if we do it regularly too, if we plan it regularly, at least every other week, if not every week, 
and we determine not to, you know, argue about things, we aren't so, we aren't so um, probably likely to get into disagreements about things. It's when we wait too long and, you know, we only have one time every three months together that we just, everything comes pouring out and our frustration levels are high. So whatever you do, it doesn't have to be this big, giant night out on the town. We have a museum uh, free night here in the Seattle area. And that's, you know, that just costs you parking, a cup of coffee, walk through, uh, just depending. Sometimes we'll collaborate with a couple that we really both enjoy. Um, he enjoys the husband, I enjoy the wife, and we get together and put our food together. And it's very inexpensive. We, we aren't buying food out, but we're just enjoying the company of another couple and encouraging one another in our faith, uh, just having fun talking about everything from our, you know, vacation dream or, or how we want to decorate the, the family room. So um, just depends, you know, we, it's hard to find Borders books anymore, but you can find a bookstore, a used bookstore where you can browse and chat. My husband's a history buff. And so we'll go down the history aisle and just talk about, and I, I like to listen to him. It's kind of like Felice, you were saying about your hubby. Right. My husband has a mind like a steel trap. And I learned so much from him, whether it's about aviation or history or, or politics or just anywhere that we can go and converse. And I can let him share his heart or, or about his job. Uh, it could be at a thrift store or a flea market or a farmer's market. Um, sometimes we cook together uh, just for fun, you know, while the kids are at grandma's, the kids are at auntie's. Um, and we, you know, we whip up some guacamole and some chips and nachos and, and just share, or of course, you know, rent a movie or there's just so many options. Um, one really fun thing that we've done is we've rented these Christian comedy videos, like blue collar comedy. They make one called thou shalt laugh with an assortment of comedians that a lot of people haven't heard about. Uh, those are so much fun. We love watching those together, sharing them with friends. So those are Several ideas, you know, that I have. I know some some of my friends do yoga together with their husband, or they do or they play tennis together, or you know they enjoy jogging together. Um, it, it's whatever your your desire is, your culture. What what do you like to do? Do you like? We used to rollerblade in our younger days. That was fun. Um, but like I said, now careful about our physical activities. We actually right. just saved up and bought electric bikes. We we had seen them and decided instead of a vacation, we would buy electric bikes. So we're gearing up for spring and summer here in the Seattle area where we can go miles and miles. We can go at the least 25 miles on those electric bikes, mm. uh, all sorts of places. And they fit in the back of our car. And that was something we invested in because we want to build memories together. We want to do something that we enjoy together. Um, otherwise you just get caught up in, you know, going, sitting in a restaurant and doing the same old, same old all the time. And hey, if you if you got young children, that's a thrill. But right, but we're in just a new been, season of life. Right. Yeah. The thing, like you're adapting, to... and that's what I love. You yeah. Like you're you've adapted to some of the things, and guys, she has given you so much information. So um, Denise has put together some amazing show notes, and we'll have a lot of these things listed out. And um, you know, this is really wonderful because uh, that will just give you a ton of ideas of things to do. And we're going to record another session with Denise and that is a uh, family date night. So uh, things that you can do with your kids as well. Denise, it has been a pleasure. Uh, tell us where people can find you. DeniseMira.com. I am right there. I've got a blog and I post regularly on Facebook and Instagram under my name, Denise Mira author. And uh, 
Yeah, that would be awesome. I have some freebies that I give away when you pop onto my website and um, I would just love to help you. You can contact me through my email there. Um, I love answering questions about parenting, encouraging mamas. It's my passion. It's my favorite. You poke me and I'm going to talk about parenting because I know that you, mom, dad, are the superheroes of our culture. And I'm here for you. I love this stuff. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I have just um, given myself a goal of doing some Facebook Live, and I could just see us both on Facebook Live. I think it would be great. I love it. Listen to this, Denise. I'll handle a lot of the back end. (laughs) You can come on. (laughs) It's a super smart lady, but... There are always uh, things that you like or don't like about things. So um, I know that you've got, you know, a lot of people around you that that do a lot of the techie stuff. But it would be really fun because um, it's something that's on my heart. And recently our pastor asked if we would help with some of the uh, couples that are are engaged to be married because uh, Mm. they're, they're trying to do some preemptive things at um, our church. And so I think that is so wonderful um, that they're doing that. And I really feel a calling to that area as well. Uh, because again, mm. people just think, oh, you know, it's so you're just different or he's different. And, you know, um, we're, we're just normal people who, you know, I've, I'm married to a German Irish man and I'm Italian. Both my parents were born in Italy so let me tell you, there is a lot of uh, stubbornness in this family, and um, oh, you know, and, and I, I swear, somewhere along the line, there's some Jewish roots somewhere with the Gerwitz, but um, it's all there. It's all there. You've got every gamut well, from you know to yeah. So I I think that you know it. There's nothing that is impossible if you have God at the center, and I think with both of us. Um, you know, with your husband being a pastor and us being, you know, very, uh, very strong in our faith, that uh, we love Jesus, and that's going to be the person who is head of our home. So, um, I am so yeah, excited there's no about magic wand, you know, right? <laughs> as, a, as a pastor's wife, I mean, people think you're in ministry. Oh, you're perfect. Oh my gosh, you've got more battles to fight. I think than anyone because the devil wants to destroy you. There's a target on you. My husband says our marriage was made in heaven like thunder and lightning. So I'm, I totally, (laughs) I can relate. My husband's Italian. He's loud and I'm loud too, but we have, if, if we can just be honest and transparent and real, you know, we post those beautiful selfies of our date nights, you know, and then, and then we burst into tears and argue about the latest thing. I mean, that's reality, but we, we, but, I'm here to say it's worth every tear, every, every forgiveness, every overlooking an offense, every date night we plan to make this thing work uh, and to get to, you know, to, to, to keep going on this marathon called marriage because it's a precious, precious union. And I value it even more, I think, today than I understood it as a, as a young bride. And I'm just so Wonderful. grateful for the grace of God, as I know you are, Felice. But it's clinging to Jesus through all of it. That's exactly what it is. Absolutely. That's my secret ingredient. All right. Well, you guys, you can find the show notes for today's episode at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Look for episode 392, Date Nights for Couples. Take care. God bless. And we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. 
Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.